And we're live. This is episode 29. It's November 12th. Episode 29 of the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Hey, it's been six days since we've heard from Trump. I'm so happy. My name is Say Lover. Good evening. <laughs> What's happening, y'all? I'm your big dog, Kenya Khabib, man. Thank you so much for checking out the Everybody Mad Live podcast. We got a great show lined up for you. And if you want to comment on today's hot topics, all you got to do is let us know in the comment section, or you can even click the link as we represent Men's Health Awareness Month. No shave November for your boy, said lover, and not for me. Said is going to represent because I just, I got to stay clean, bro. It's okay, but when you have a face like mine, like it don't matter what else you got on it because the beauty exudes. It just goes yeah. right on through all that hair. I felt like when you did the exude, it was gonna like bite my like the whole screen off. <laughs> the, the... Just because you don't know what the word means, don't get mad at that. Oh, okay. See, now you really tried it now. <laughs> you know, we love talking shit on the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Let us know your thoughts on what we're going to be talking about. But said, man, first of all, bro, I'm not mad because um, we got a new president. Yeah, well, we still got the same president, but we're going to have one come January. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. So we got to we, we, uh, we got to talk about this election and there's so much drama even after the election going on. So with that being said, before we start, man, how's your week been going so far, bro? Actually, good. Uh, it's, it's a lot different from the past weeks. It, it's, it's almost like you feel like a, a weight has been lifted off of you because now it's not like, oh, my God, like I got to fight against like like evil, death and destruction. Like now you're not at least fighting that. Like now. Now all we got to deal with with is racism. We ain't got to worry about the incompetence. Now we just got to worry about the racism and all the regular stuff that we had before Trump, because Trump kind of shot that up. Uh, <laughs> through like the roof. So not only did we have racism to deal with, we had to deal with super racism. And then we had to deal with his incompetence of the fact that we're nine months into a pandemic and nothing's changed. You know what I'm saying? So like a weight to me has been lifted. So so I'm really excited. We'll talk a lot about uh, some of the things going on uh, with Trump. Obviously, uh, he still hasn't gotten the uh, clue. He ain't came out of reality, so, so we go talk about him. But we're also going to talk about reality, too, because uh, during this Men's Health Awareness Month, this is the month that cold and flu season is here, and this is the month that COVID has spiked. Yeah, man. COVID has spiked a lot now to the point where, like, we talk behind the scenes, like Detroit, you all are about to have a shutdown real soon in Michigan. Probably so, yep. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming, especially with, like, you know, new people that are going to be in place that's going to be running this country. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely like coming a uh, shutdown. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to come. Yeah. 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 I just expect it to come um, because for so long, for all this time, we've just been just hunky door, just doing our own little thing. And that's, that's just not what you have to do together. We have to collectively fight a pandemic because it's going against us. Like the pandemic ain't going out of list. Well, let me see. Are you a red state? Let me see. Are you a blue state? Well, let me see. Are you black? Are you Republican? Like, Right. The virus don't care. It just wants somebody to sit up in. It want to find your mucus all up in your body. And it want to sit up in that. So it's looking for that. So in order to stop it from going to another body, you got to mask up. And, and we've been so fighting that. We've been so fighting just the simplest thing to do because we say, oh, no, it's about my personal liberties or whatever. But as a part of the society, we all got to come together and do what's right. We've done it before. Uh, when things are wrong, we fixed it. When people were dying in car crashes, we put what? a seatbelt law in place. And now seatbelts are mandatory and seatbelts are law in all 50 states. You know what I'm saying? So when there are issues that come up, 
that's the role of the government. The government is say, you know what? We got too many folks dying. We got too many people who ain't doing what they need to be doing. So let's come in there and help them because they're not doing right on their right. own. We have right. to come in there as leaders to get them to do what's right so they don't take us all down because them Trump folks, they don't care. They don't care, they don't care at all. With, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump off hot topics and talk about what everybody's been talking about, and that is the election. Now, it's crazy because after we waited and we waited this past Saturday morning, November 7th, it was announced that Joe Biden won the presidential election beating Donald Trump. Now, of course, Trump right now, he's big mad. We're going to get to that later. But people all over the world right now, they were rejoice. They're rejoicing. Uh, they took to the streets and peaceful celebrations all weekend long. You had celebrities out in the streets partying, people in neighborhoods, projects, uh, beautiful places. Like everybody was celebrating, even all over the world. Everybody was really celebrating Joe Biden's win. And for good reason, too, because not only are we celebrating the, the end of Donald Trump, we're also yep. celebrating Kamala Harris, who made history as the first African-American female vice president. So yeah. it, it was another proud moment for Americans as we watch her dynamic victory speech instead has a piece of that footage. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I was I thought we were celebrating. I, <laughs> hold on. Dog, you didn't tell me because I could just go grab the wine right now. Go ahead and grab it and then I'll run the clip. I got the clip. I, I know you was about to... Uh, I didn't know you was about to uh, tell me to play the clip, so I had to get my little drink together. Uh, but uh, hold on, here it is. You didn't play yet? It's playing. Oh, I don't hear it. Maybe I got to turn up the volume. This is historic. Yeah. First black woman, first Asian. Um, woman of uh, Asian descent, first woman, period, of any color. Yeah, this is dope. Good evening. This is dope. Cheers. Good evening. Thank you. Thank you. Did you shed a little tear? Uh, I was emotional, but I didn't shed a tear. But I was very proud. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was proud of her too. She looks so good up there. So, do you realize we have uh, women in the uh, number two, number three position now? Once we uh, inaugurate Joe Biden, the uh, women will be two out of the top three uh, positions in our country. So that's really and a black woman made that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a black woman. A black woman that graduated from an HBCU. No doubt. A black woman that is a member of a divine nine. Historically black sorority. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so we gotta give her all her accolades because this is something that was monumental. This is something that we saw black women, black women mobilize. Black women, this is what I tell people. If you want to know what you need to do, check with black women because black women always will give you a good center and they already know. That's why when Trump came in, black women, 98% of black women have been saying since 2015, now nah, he ain't it. Mm-mm. Yep, and that's why it was important to bring in a woman of color, especially with this election, because so much was at stake. So yeah. it was only right. It was it was inevitable that there was going to be a, a woman of color, a woman, but also a woman of color to be able to hold down that position. So once again, like it's just it, it, it was such a monumental moment. And yeah, I, I, I didn't shed a tear, but I was very emotional. I was like, wow, you know, it really happened. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. then what was really cool. I liked how she brought out 
Joe Biden, and he came jogging out. You know, like oh, yeah. energy and everything. Because I was like, "Yo, Joe, please, please don't okay. fall, don't fall, man." I know you a little bit up there. Don't be running. Right. We need you now. We need you for these next four years. So don't come running out here right. trying to show out and everything like that. But it made me feel like just a little bit of hope. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I felt hope. I felt encouraged, and and I felt like the possibilities of of change will happen for the next four years. So that's why I was proud. Here's a clip of what Joe had to say. Democrats, Republicans, independents, progressives, moderates, conservatives, young, old, urban, suburban, rural, gay, straight, transgender, white, Latino, Asian, Native American. I mean it, especially those moments. And especially those moments when this campaign was at its lowest ebb. The African-American community stood up again for me. You've always had my back, and I'll have yours. Now, the reason I played that was because that was important. Like, we heard that from his mouth. A lot of times we don't get the appropriate um, uh kind of acknowledgement for what we did. And he knew that, you know what, he was struggling because <laughs> we was, well, Remember back at we we have a short memory. We remember back like when we first started this. Uh, Democrats had like 21, 22 different candidates, and we was playing like we. I think uh, like Pete Buttigieg won one of them. Bernie Sanders won one of them. Uh, Elizabeth Warren was doing well, so everybody was doing good. Yeah, except for Joe. And then Joe went down there to South Carolina. He's like, you know what? Like <laughs> I got it. I got it. So the black women in South Carolina, like, um, and 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 this is what I was telling my family because they were. They were disappointed because they thought that they would be able to do something in South Carolina with Jamie Harrison and with wow. the Democrats and things like that. So they were a little bit disappointed. But I had to remind them that, you know what, y'all started this whole ball. The black women in South Carolina started this whole ball. If not for black women in South Carolina, like we probably would have put Pete, Pete Buttigieg up there. And he would have got his tail kicked by Trump, as we see that mm -hmm. Trump still got over 70 million votes. You know what I'm saying? So. If we had been playing around like we was doing, all the other states that had their primary, like they're playing around, but oh, let's see what Pete Buttigieg has to do. Oh, let's see what Elizabeth Warren to do. Oh, let's see what all these people would do. And in hindsight, we're seeing that probably none of those people would have been able to beat Trump. So uh, South Carolina voters, especially women voters, they say, no, no, stop playing. Put Joe in there. I know he may not have everything that you want, but he is the only one that's going to beat Trump. Yep. Yep. It, it was definitely a beautiful night. It was definitely a beautiful night. And the president-elect, he is not waiting for Trump to co uh, to actually um, co concede either. You know what I mean? Like, he's 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 like, yo, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead, take over as our 46th president with or without Trump. And he's already in full swing with the COVID task force. He's named longtime A. Ron Klan as his yeah. White House chief executive uh, of staff. So change is definitely coming. Ron is actually the uh, guy that um, ran the about the Ebola response for uh, President Obama. So he's uh, the uh, new chief of staff. He's already well adept at knowing how to deal with pandemics and that sort of thing. So he has that sort of experience as well. And he's also was uh, the chief of staff for Biden previously. So now we actually got people with experience to do the job. Yeah. That, like stuff like that makes me breathe a little bit better. Now, now, like me, like I'm still going to be watching everybody because like they mm -hmm. still have to uh, come back and like Joe Biden and Kamala, they got to check. They got to check that we're going to be looking to cash. You know what I'm saying? So like they're still going to have to put in the work. But yeah. but um, I'm like, I'm happy that they're starting off in this point, actually getting people who know what the hell they're doing, because in in like 
to, to, to like simplify this down, this was the world's most expensive and the biggest job interview. Trump right. was Trump was trying to get his contract extended. Joe Biden was trying to take over. That that's what it is. It's a job. It, it, it's a job interview because they work for us. Mm-hmm. So now since we've hired somebody, now we have to treat them appropriately. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. And speaking of Trump, you know, he is, you know, we, we talked about this before, even we've been talking about this for weeks leading up to the election. He is not leaving the White House without a fight. Like I just mentioned, he hasn't conceded yet. He's suing several states for voter fraud and demanding recounts of ballots. Now here in Georgia, Everybody is talking about this. The Secretary of State announced yesterday that a recount of all ballots cast in the presidential race will happen by hand. He also Mm. says that he's doing this because the margin is so tight. But we all know that he's under pressure from his Republican homies and Trump over the unsubstantiated accusations of voting irregularities and the mismanage of the state's election. Now, the current margin of votes between President-elect Biden and Trump is around 14,000. Now, the process actually is going to start tomorrow and the counting is supposed to end on November 18th at midnight. That means they have to count nearly Five million votes by hand. When I tell you this is the this is the most asinine, most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard. I get it though. If you want a recount, you can get a recount. If if, if that's what you want, you can get a recount. But and close, like 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 technically, it was less than uh, like one percentage point. So yeah. uh, a lot of states do have an automatic recount in those cases. So like if it's yeah. less than a point, then because it was so close, we're going to double check and triple check to make sure. So I get that um, on that. But even but if he wins point. Georgia, but what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say even if he wins Georgia, he's gonna <laughs> have to do the same thing in Pennsylvania. Gonna right. have to do the same thing in Michigan. Gonna have to do the same thing in Nevada and Arizona, so like you can't get five states to recount their results and then and and then expect for those results to change because normally when they recount, they don't change. They don't change, but see what's going to happen is is that it is going to change because it's a recount by hand in the state of Georgia. And so what the Secretary of State was saying is that when you do do a recount by hand, that it changes. But I feel like it's just so much room for error. With with a manual recount like that, when why can't you just go ahead and just let it scan like it did in the election? I don't understand why are we doing a recount like mind you, people have to work overtime. Like people are just gonna be working nonstop until the 18th, which is that's next week, right? That's yeah, that's next week. Yeah, people actually have to like like count manually count these things out, and I just feel like so many mistakes can be made and so much shady shit can happen. That's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. You know, I'm just kind of like, I see Polo checking in. Polo, you feel me on that. Go ahead. My bad. Yeah. Well, 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 I think for for the most part, um, and they've, they've looked at even even the past uh, 40 years, they've looked back at all the presidential elections or statewide elections that had to trigger uh, any sort of uh, automatic or even a requested recount. Um, None of those have actually flipped the results of of what the original was. So, like, they may find some straggling votes and things like that, but um, it it is very, 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 very rare that they actually change. And that and they actually said normally when they do a recount, whoever is the person that's in the lead, that's typically the person who actually ends up leading by more in the recount. So, recounts usually never help the challenger. So that's why I think we should be okay. And then even if, even if the, like the skies align, well, in Trump's case, 
even if the storm comes down and changes uh, the uh, Georgia vote, he ain't got no chance because he uh, he would have to get them to change five states. And and I think that he's coming to realization with that. But honestly, I still get his text messages. He sent about 10 text messages a day. This this ain't for him to win the election. This is for him to collect some coin. Oh, really? So he's so what is he sending in these text messages like just this is fundraising. This is like, oh, we got to protect the election. Uh, send your donation now so that you can help fight the uh, left trying to steal the election. Basically, like messages like that every single day. And then when you click on the link, you go to his donation page, put in a donation. Now, look, they already got it pre-populated with a weekly recurrence. So even if you ain't paying attention, like you just, oh, yeah, I want to help my president Trump. You go in. And, and and you go to the donation page and just put in uh, $25. Well, they're going to take that out $25 a week because they already have it set up to do a weekly transaction. So you ain't going to find that out probably until like December anyway. And then they also said that the uh, funds, 40% is actually going to, um, I think they say 40% is actually going to um, a possible political action committee because he's still keeping open the possibility of running in 2024 or doing something else. And I think the other 60% uh, goes to something else. So basically, like all the money's going back into either his company or his campaign or it's going into a shadow company or something like that. So, so he can actually run again in 2024. Yeah. What? If you wanted to. Wow. You wanted to. Shouts out to Miss Moore checking us out. She says, guys, this is a play for Georgia. Keep the base angry so they will come back out and vote for Purdue and the blonde girl. <laughs> and, good point. and that's a real good point. That's a real good point because what's her name? Kelly Le- left, left, left. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And um, Dar- Darnell, who is uh, from Savannah, is uh, running against her. And people, we definitely got to like go to the polls in January when that goes down too. said. I'm sure that you've heard about that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard, heard about that. Yeah. I was going to bring that up when you talked about uh, Stacey Abrams. Agree with you 100 percent. Well, you know, since losing Trump, he has fired Secretary of Defense. Uh, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, he announced that Christopher Miller, who serves as director of the National Counterterrorism Center, will become acting secretary effective immediately. And, you know, Trump is so petty. Not also not only did he authorize president elect, not 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 only did he not authorize president elect Biden to view the ultra secret daily brief of the nation's most sensitive intelligence. He's he's just he's he's just doing the most right now. And you know what a lot of people are saying is that national security and, and intelligence experts hope that Trump actually changes his mind and says, you know what, let me let the president elect go ahead and view what's going on because the reality is that Biden needs to know what the latest threats are in this country. And he needs yes. to be able to plan accordingly because it's really not about politics. It's about the security of the nation. That's what this is all about. So Trump is really, yeah. <laughs> your boy is, he's tripping right now, man. Yeah, he's he's campaign. It's like, like at some point you got to realize that we ain't fighting no more. The votes have been counted. We're not campaigning. It's not one side or the other. It's, it's now time for someone to do the job. He never got that as he, when he had the job that he needed to do the job for the country. Now, he doesn't realize that now. I'm like, dude, it ain't about you. These are not your codes. These are not your nuclear codes. These belong to the people. And then Biden, too, he's trying to hit the ground running because obviously January 20th is going to come. We're in the middle of a pandemic. So you got a lot of background checks you got to do. You got a lot of pre-work that you got to do for your people. So come January 20th, we don't want to try to be trying to figure out who needs to get their background check. We need some paperwork from that. We just want you to get on the job and start rolling it. And yeah. 
And that's the thing that Trump is not putting into this. And that's the thing that Republicans, I'm going to blame them too, because because five years they've allowed him just to do what he wants to do and never call him out. So it's just one of those other cases where like they just got a different set of rules for him. Yeah, and he's still being able to, I feel like, do whatever he wants to do and no one is still holding him accountable. Like even like with this right here, like I don't understand why you just can't concede and just say, okay, like, look, you know, yeah, you know, okay, you you won the election. Let's just go ahead. But yet and still he's acting. He's it's almost like he's having a meltdown. You know what I mean? And acting so childish and and he's really acting out. And we're all sitting back here watching him trip out just like uh, with Detroit right now. You know, the Trump campaign announced a lawsuit against Detroit, actually against Detroit based on unfounded in, in unfounded. Uh, incompetence and unlawful vote counting. Um, now, there, there was an affidavit that actually was released by the Trump campaign that found the usual election issues and said, I'm sure that you can comment on this right here, being that you did work the polls this past uh, last week. There were complaints about lines and social distancing measures, but there was really no direct evidence of mass voter fraud. Yeah. So it kind of has you scratching your head like, okay, what's going on? Because matter of fact, that's been the case with election officials in dozens of states representing both political parties. They said there was no evidence that fraud or any other irregularities played a role in the outcome of the presidential race, despite Trump's false claims that the election was stolen from him. Right. So this uh, video here is uh, one of the uh, poll challengers that came inside of the uh, vote counting center in Detroit. He was asked to leave because he would not wear a mask. That's one of the things that uh, a lot of us got into. A lot of these Trump, uh, well, they're Trump supporters, so they're not going to believe in masks. So they're trying to come into these polling locations when these locations specifically have rules that you must wear masks. They even tell us, like, they make us, like, dude, like, you cannot get your check if you don't bring in your negative COVID test. So, like, so like the whole election process was very strict about following the guidelines that are set forth to protect people against COVID, wearing a mask, social distancing and things like that or whatever. So people like that were trying to come into the process and do their own thing. It's like, like you cannot come into people's process and do your other thing. And then the other thing too, like they're trying to say, oh, well, uh, they were, like they were they 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 were calling us Karen and they were calling us the, like like nothing they like they have literally no evidence of like people doing something nefarious with with uh, with the vote like and then the other thing too a lot of these challengers because this was their first time ever doing a challenger they didn't understand the voting process they didn't understand that 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 was put in it to verify they didn't understand it like oh well well like you transcribe one thing to another if somebody's ballot is messed up you have to transcribe it to a new ballot so you can put it into the machine and they may think that's cheating because oh i see you writing on a ballot no 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 that's the reason that you have challengers and you got a republican and a democrat and both of them are watching you transcribe all those votes in there so every single process look I was scared to drop a piece of paper because I didn't want somebody thinking like, oh, what you reaching for? Like it was it was really that much. And uh, I tried to see the video. But if you see the video, most of the people in those voting collection people. They black. Mm-hmm. Most of those challengers were. Yeah. So and like I still feel some type of way about that. A predominantly black city, and then you got these predominantly white pollsters who don't even live here, and then they're trying to come in there and watch us count our votes, and then telling us to stop the vote. Right. I got 
problems with that because we are a predominantly black city. So like what you're trying to say is that our vote is not even as valid as the rest of the state. Really, let's put it where the goats can get it. If you look at the reason why Biden won Michigan, it ain't because he ran a great campaign. It's because the black people in Detroit, the black people in Flint, the black people in Grand Rapids and Ann Arbor, they all came out for him and pushed those margins over. Yeah. So I feel some type of way about y'all saying that like, hey, we can't count. B, we should we we should throw out all our votes. They even got a lawsuit right now that says we need to throw away three counties worth of votes because we don't feel like they were valid. And that's like what? a million votes. Crazy. Like wow. these Republicans are crazy. And like to me, it's beyond Republican and Democrat. To me, it's black and white. Like y'all coming into this predominantly black city and trying to tell us what we need to do with our votes, trying to tell us that we're not doing this process fairly like we've always done. I really take offense to that because I was a part of that process. Yeah, I hear you said. Let us know your comments on the Everybody Mad podcast, solo.2 slash everybody mad if you are listening right now. Let me ask you something. Did you have any people trying to troll your page? Because you have a lot of trolls on your uh, social media. And, yeah. and I just experienced it for the first time when I sent out like a congratulatory post for Biden and Harris. Yeah. And um, somebody like just said some some crazy shit. And I was like, really, bro? They big mad. Yeah, big man for no reason though. Yeah, yeah like I get that, but 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 like what I always say is white supremacy hates black excellence, so they mad. No doubt, and they'll be yeah. all right. and they are mediocre. Yeah, they mad. yeah, and, and and at the end of the day, you know, like they'll be all right because we've had to put up with so much BS being black, systemic racism, just like throughout life. You know, what I mean, ever since we came out the womb. So I just feel like you know, people that have a problem with this election. They'll be okay. Meanwhile, Trump, they say that, you know, the big question is what's going to be next for him? Well, according to Trump's former lawyer, they say that he was is likely going to end up going to his house in Palm Beach, Florida, spend Christmas, spend, excuse me, spend Christmas there and will likely not return to the White House for the transfer of power to Biden. Uh, this lawyer is saying that Trump will likely fight the election results until January from his Florida property, which I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it sounds like something that he would do. You know, yeah. he's a little kid right now. He's like a little baby, man. Yeah, I, th I think the biggest thing, and this is my my opinion on this. Every this this ain't about him winning the the, the election because he can't. It, it's, it's it's mathematically impossible. They're not going to change the votes because if they tried to change five states' votes, because that's really what he like, he literally needs five states to win. It yeah. would be an up roar in 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 the entire country and they don't want that like that like i know they want him to be in but they realize there is no mathematical path there's nothing legal that they can do so this is just simply just him just flapping them gums so that he can still have a grievance and then that way you can send out those handy dandy text messages oh you see how they doing me send me some money so i can do to my legal defense fund but he don't mention that that legal defense fund shifts that money out two different ways yeah. so this, this this ain't nothing but another scheme of trump he is a schemer he's a scammer that's all he does he don't pay his bills he takes and spends other people's money that's that's literally what he does so to me we like i think as long as we just kind of treat him like a little baby and just not and not give him any energy on it like we'll be okay. We just need to worry about getting them damn Senate seats in Georgia. No doubt. We definitely got to worry about that. Speaking of which, shouts out to Stacey Abrams. Okay. Now we all know that she ran against Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia and lost. 
And we also know that Brian definitely engaged in voter suppression, and that's why she didn't win the election, but everything happens for a reason. Following her loss, Stacey Abrams continued to organize and work to ensure voting rights for disenfranchised people. She launched the Fair Fight Initiative to wage war on controversial practices such as voter voter roll purging and removal of polling locations and the restrictive uh, exact match rule for ballot signatures, which happened during her campaign. And Stacey kept fighting. She didn't, you know, she didn't back down. She fought to the end, which ended up helping the state flip blue for the first time since 1992 in favor of President-elect Biden and Kamala Harris. And she's just, you know, people been giving her her flowers on social media and she rightfully so she deserves it. And I'm quite sure that there's going to be a nice seat at the table in the White House for Stacey Abrams. Just mark my words. It's coming. I, I yeah, see it coming. She deserves I think this is my, my ideal role. I think she should be in charge of the Democratic National Party. I think they just need to give her the party. Yeah. Stay, run with this. What you did in Georgia, help every single state figure out how to do that. That's what yeah. I think they need to do. And then let her do that for the next four years or whatever, and then elevate her um, doing something else. But she is phenomenal. Uh, um, I know Mississippi's proud. Definitely amazing. You know, also shouts out to uh, more women um, doing big things during the election. All four members of the squad, that would be Alexandria Cortez of New York, Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, uh, Omar of Minnesota, and uh, Ms. Presley of Massachusetts. They're all back. All four congresswomen known as a squad have been reelected to serve in the House of Representatives. And Trump is mad. I mean, because if you remember now, they were sworn in back in 2018 and they built themselves a squad and went to battle with Trump who fired shots at them on Twitter last year, claiming, falsely claiming that these women came from countries whose governments are, quote, a complete and total catastrophe. And then he went on to say that they should go back to their countries. Now, all four women, uh, all four congresswomen, of course, they are from the United States. I'm sorry. Well, three of the women are from the United States. They were born here. And um, Omar is a Somalian refugee. And she's been a citizen of the United States for two decades. But, you know, Trump was like (laughs) Trump, you know, Trump is so mad right now because he can't stand to see women in a power position. And and something that's kind of funny to me. I'm sorry, say it again. I said especially women of color. They're all women of color. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's he's like hot right now about this whole situation. And have you noticed, like, I, I saw that Trump made an appearance. Uh, he came out of his, uh, came up from up under the rock yesterday. He went to some kind of, uh, some event yesterday. But oh, did you Veterans know how, Day. I'm sorry, say it again. Veterans Day. Yeah, for Veterans Day. But did you notice how Melania Trump never walked side by side with him? You don't. You know, like she's like she looks she angry. Got she got a boyfriend in New York. She ain't she ain't stuttering about him. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, she, she was like, "Oh my god, I, I'm free. Let me go to my man in New York." Which 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 I think rumors were back in back in the day is that like it was Trump's uh, head of security uh, for uh, Trump Tower. But but yeah yeah they've had a years long uh, romance. So she is happy to be out of this. She happy yeah. she got to put up no damn Christmas tree. I know she is. I know she is. Like, but but can you just imagine like? How could you be married to a person like Trump? You know what I mean? Like Donald Trump, like I I can only imagine. And I'm sure I'm sure she's going to do a tell all book eventually. You know, that's coming. 
without yeah. a doubt. I already expect to see like yeah. in the next couple of years, but be on the lookout for that. Also, uh, some more great news went down. The first two openly gay black men have been elected to Congress after they were declared winners in the House races. Now, both are from New York. Uh, one is a Democrat. Well, actually, they're both Democrat reps elect Richie Torres and uh, Mr. Jones. Uh, they enter the they enter the house in January. So shouts out and congratulations to the brothers for making that happen. Because I'm sure you know it's just great to see just people of color yeah. in politics. That's that's yeah. all that matters. Just to see people of color. But that's if, game plan. I'm sorry. Say it again. Oh no, I was I was like that's that's really what our game plan needs to be. Like we need to flood every level of government with people of color, just period. We need people that look like us at those tables because that's the reason we're being forgotten about uh, when 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 it comes time to go through these policies and after the election and things like that. There's nobody in there to help uh, make sure that they follow up and follow through with all those uh, campaign promises, things like that. So I'm excited about seeing all these people that look like us. And the, thing, uh, like, the funny thing is that like, Democrats are that you got gay people, you got black people, you got lesbians, you got um, you you got Latino, Muslim. It's it's like really the big ten. You right. got a whole host of different colors and demographics and all those things. So that's what gets me excited about uh, having some hope that we're on the right track. Absolutely. I agree with you 100 percent. Well, switching gears said down here in Georgia, Brunswick, Georgia, they successfully voted District Attorney Jackie Johnson out of office. Now, that is the woman who mishandled the deadly shooting of Ahmaud Arbery. Meanwhile, the father and son charged with the murder of Ahmaud. They actually went before just today as they tried to get out on actually tried to get out of jail on bond pending their trial. Uh, but that still has yet to be seen. Uh, the uh, Actually, the hearing continues tomorrow. So we're going to follow this story and also make sure that you follow Everybody Mad live podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll keep you up on what goes down with that right there. Um, and, you know, it's just like it's just funny, like the audacity of these people. And, and, and here's something that just came in, too, that uh, Ahmad's mother actually went before the judge today at that hearing and said, no, you can't let them out. You know, they shouldn't be able to to, to yeah. be free. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, the father and son had like all of these people that, you know, took up for them and said, oh, well, they're nice people. They're not racist and all of this. But we all know that that's a bunch of BS. You know what I mean? That's definitely not true. But, you know, Ahmad's mom was like, no, I definitely want them to stay behind bars at least until their trial. I'm sorry. At, well, well, for their trial and even afterwards, they need to stay behind bars. Right. Which is which is. Yeah, they should be in jail because he yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving, man. Louisville Metro Police actually um, concealed at least 730,000 records documenting the sexual abuse of the Explorer Scouts. Now, these are youth interested in law enforcement careers. This was actually by two officers. They were actually sexually assaulting a couple of these uh, young people and lied to actually keep their files from going public. And now everybody knows what's going on, which is kind of ironic because, you know, this lets you know that there's been a lot of shady mess going on. Hence the whole Breonna Taylor incident too. So they have, this is something that they do in Louisville. This is, this is, this is their whole MO. They do shady stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. And no one's really surprised by this, but now it's just coming out to the media. Yeah, you'll see that. It, and it's funny. It's a lot of these police police departments have recurring issues um, because 
of a leadership issue or, or because of accountability. That's what we've been saying. Uh, we want police accountability because a lot of times when these police do wrong on their job, they either get their job back after being suspended um, on administrative leave or something like that, still getting paid, but not doing. Yeah. So, so like there are a lot of things um, that's really wrong with the uh, police. So that's another reason why I'm happy that we'll actually have um, whoever Biden announces as his new attorney general will have somebody in that Justice Department that actually fights against that. Because, you know, once Trump's person got into the uh, Justice Department, they stopped enforcing all those police dissent decrees. So all those consent decrees that were that that all those waiver police departments had, like uh, Philly had one and uh, the LAPD had one. And obviously Aurora, they always in the news for their police department. All those police departments had consent decrees where they were being watched by the Justice Department and Trump ended those. So now we're going back to the to uh, a situation where now they'll get back to being watched and patrolled. And there's someone kind of overseeing what they're doing because people deserve if they, if if you live in that city, you deserve to have public safety that is keeping you safe, even yeah. if you, vote, you know, right. And it shouldn't be one side. And I think that's the problem in Louisville, too. So, of course, we're going to follow that story. Meanwhile, Brent Hankerson, that's the cop that was involved in the Breonna Taylor shooting. He's actually getting sued for sexually assaulting a woman back in 2018 after offering her a ride home from a bar back in 2018. She actually called him the 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 worst kind of predator. She actually she called him a predator of the worst kind. And this really shouldn't surprise anybody just based on. And that's shot at Breonna Taylor, right? I'm sorry, say it again. That's one of the ones that fired the shot at Breonna Taylor. Yes, that's so it's it's really no surprise because I mean, just based on their character, they keep lying about this whole Breonna Taylor case. So I'm not surprised that you know he's you know getting sued for sexual assault. And this woman said that you know she you know got beat up and was really violated by this man. You know what I mean? Like in the worst way, in the worst, most nightmarish, imaginable way. And he's still walking the streets. Yep. Yeah. The old people used to have a saying, like, what was that saying? If you lie, you'll cheat. Or if you lie, you'll steal. Or or yeah. something like that. Like, like wow. lying, lying usually is, is, is like a little window to people's character. So even if it's a little white, white lie, that's a window so we can see into you. So if you're able to just, just lie, a little white lie, then yeah, yeah, you'll probably lie about something big as well. Yeah. So yeah, it ain't, it ain't surprising that. The cop that fired one of the bullets that shot Breonna Taylor. It ain't surprising that he got other complaints. It ain't. Nope, not at all. We're going to follow this story and make sure you follow us at the Everybody Mad Live podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Switching gears to COVID. Yo, it is crazy right now. The U.S. hit a record number of coronavirus hospitalizations Tuesday and surpassed one million new confirmed cases in just the first 10 days of November amid a nationwide surge of infections that show no signs of slowing. And, you know, it's kind of crazy, too, because, you know, we were just talking about this, how, um, you know, the word is, is that Michigan is going to have a shutdown. I'm sure Georgia. Let me tell you something. Atlanta need a shutdown because we've been moving and shaking oh. that like it's nothing. <laughs> Atlanta Like y'all, y'all been had <laughs> too much. Yeah. Atlanta. yeah. I mean, you know, like people like getting shot at the club and everything. I mean, like people are people are still wilding out in Atlanta. I think that, uh, you know, we need to slow it down. You know what I yeah. mean? For real. This is we're still in a pandemic and people are forgetting that. Yeah. And and like those numbers have spiked like since Election Day, like every day since Election Day, they've been over 100,000. So yeah. at some point we're going to get to 200,000. You know what I'm saying? So when are we going to turn this around? Because my thing is 
Yeah, I know people are living, uh, living and like it's not as deadly as it was maybe back in March. But the thing that hits me is stuff like this, like the fact that like one in five people after you get COVID and you get better from it, you're going to have some mental disorder. They say it's either going to be an anxiety. It's going to be depression. It could be insomnia. So you're going to have some sort of issue. This was a, um, a, a research done by the University of Oxford. Um, and they analyzed 69 million patients. All of them had COVID. Mm. And one out, of, one out of five, that's 20%. Yeah. So, so you're probably going to have some sort of issue due to COVID. If if it doesn't get you on, on, on getting you out, if you survive from it, there's a likelihood that you're going to have something that's going to stay with you possibly for the rest of your life. Who wants that? Like, my thing is like, why are y'all being so damn stupid about a disease that we know is airborne. So don't matter how much bleach you do, don't matter how n- nothing. An airborne disease means that I don't want to breathe it in through my mouth or my nose. That's right. it. Yeah. Like, like it should just be common sense and like we can't even get past common sense. I'm hopeful that Biden will be able to check kind of, kind of change that a little bit and I think he can, but okay. still like those 70 million Trump voters, they ain't going to die. They still going to be here and there's still going to be opposition just just to be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Just to be stupid. Yeah, because they're still walking around with no mask right now. Even like early today at the grocery store, I could see, you know, like people with their and then, and then they look so stupid too, wearing the Make America Great Again hats and stuff like yeah. that. No mask. But, you know, Trump mask wrong. If they do wear the mask, like they'll have the no like the mask just over their mouth and nose be all wide open. Yeah. I'm like, What's the point? Yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous right now. But yeah, people just remember, like, keep your mask on when you're out. Make sure that you move safely around uh, town and wherever you're going. Uh, so let's keep more stuff going. OK, now this next story right here <laughs> uh, said you actually sent this story to me and uh, someone else told me about this story, too. And it was crazy when I read this story. And you're not going to believe this right here. So you can file this story under fuckery. That's that's what I say. File this under Fuckery. Okay, now a former white Republican congressional candidate from Pennsylvania by the name of Dean Browning got caught creating a fake Twitter page as a gay black man who loves Trump. So the big question is, how did he get caught? Well, this dummy actually tweeted from his own personal Twitter last week. What Trump built in four years, Biden will destroy in four months. Then on Tuesday, when another user clapped back on his tweet, Dean responded, I'm a black gay man. And I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit. And it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump. So this means, so this picture, like his picture is <laughs> right. So this like what? So, so the confusion was he he owns a whole bunch of Twitter accounts and he just tweeted from his account. So he, he owns more than one Twitter account and replied from his main account like a dumbass. So to clean things up, Dean actually claimed that he was quoting a message from one of his followers, then said, I don't know if you got the clip or not. All of a sudden, a person from Dean's fake page account posted, then deleted a video. Do you have that video? Hey, guys. My name is Dan Purdy, and I am indeed a gay black man. (laughs) The message that you saw on Dean's Twitter was posted. I don't actually know how it was posted, but I did send it to him because I had a problem with how people of my race and sexual persuasion are treating Donald Trump. I don't have a problem with Donald Trump on those levels. 
and I don't understand why so many pretend to. Donald Trump has never done anything to hurt me, either as a gay man or as a black man, nor has he done anything to hurt anybody in the four years that he's been in office because he hasn't had time to. So what's the big deal? I sent that message to Dean. Dean accidentally posted it somehow, and that's the end of the story. No, he's not a sock puppet. No, I'm not a <laughs> I hope you understand. Oh, okay. Child, please. <laughs> Y'all know that is some straight fuckery. Fuckery at its finest. Come on, man. That is ridiculous. And, and then and then you go pay this pay this dude. And I wonder how much did the dude get paid to do that. I know. How much how much you think he got paid? Like fifty dollars. Had to be at least a hundred. At least a hundred. Because he can't even act. Because even just the way he's even the way he said it. It's almost um, like he was reading it. Yeah, it was a script. You know, clearly it was a script yeah. and he's not a good actor. You know, yeah. because the way he said it, you know, he's like, I am a gay black guy. Come on now, man. You didn't even have to say that. You know what sure. I mean? Like, that's that's what let me know that it was just fake. But anyway, uh, this dude, he got call, called out and everybody's talking about him. And I'm talking about the uh, former uh, uh, congressional candidate uh, politician. Like he's getting called out and dragged on social media for what he pulled. Meanwhile, Trump supporters are jumping on alternative social platforms uh, to protest the presidential election results after the whole, uh, this whole, did you hear about the Stop the Steal? This was like a, a ban yeah. that happened on Facebook last week. So pretty much Stop the Steal was to say, look, you know, stop spreading lies and, right. you know, false information, misinformation on social media. So they did a Stop the Steal ban and they banned all these Trump supporters from yeah. posting on social media, so now these people are jumping onto other platforms. These are uh, these are you know smaller so-called uh, free speech sites to express their opinions. And now I'm not going to just throw the name out there because I know we have some people that just I'm not going to give them that energy and, and, and the plug like that, so people can go and start doing dumb stuff. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting right now. Said we've had elections for so long, like this this ain't this ain't our first election. This ain't the first time that. Um, your candidate won or lost. You know what I'm saying? We're allowing Trump's little uh, hissy fit, whatever he's going through with this uh, seven seven uh, phases of grief or whatever uh, that he ain't really got through yet or whatever. But like we're allowing him to uh, take the country through that. And I don't think that's right, because uh, four years ago, this is what the story was. You have people out there calling for recounts that are unsubstantiated based on no evidence. This was a legitimate election mm -hmm. and no one should question the fact that Donald Trump is the president elect. It's a fascinating group of these Democrats who can't seem to realize that it is time to move on. It is time to accept the fact that Trump will be the next president of the United States. Hillary is on her, her sore loser tour and now we have her going through recounts. You know what she needs to do? She needs to get over it. This she was 2016. Get out of the way and let Donald Trump be president. Do you think the Democrats are sore losers? Thanks to CNN for putting all this together. The reality is they're a bunch of spoiled crybabies. Newsflash for many of the partisan Democrats and those in the mainstream media who continue to try to delegitimize President-elect Trump's uh, massive and historic win last month. The election's over. Hillary Clinton lost. You have to win 270 electoral votes to be elected president. And President-elect Trump actually got 306. This is all really just an effort to try to delegitimize the win. <laughs> Said, I love how you come with the receipts, bro. <laughs> I love that, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it. Like, what's good for the goose should always be good for the gander. All so day. 
like just 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 eat this 2020 medicine just like we had to eat 2016 you know what i'm saying move on so we can get on with what the business needs to be doing with the country because we still ain't figured out what we're going to do about what police are doing with with, with with black people like we like we were marching for over 100 days up into election day we still ain't got that done we still ain't got COVID fixed it's so much to get done yeah. so we stop just trying to fight about the election let's get to work right I agree with you 100%. Leave your comment, solo.2 slash everybody mad. Let us know your thoughts on what we're talking about today as we switch gears to entertainment news, hot topics. And this week, your boy down in South Carolina said your home state has been wilding out again. Yes, I am talking about Pastor. I'm talking about Pastor John Gray posted another apology this week. Uh, to his wife because he once again was cheating. And he says, despite the fact that he has mostly cheated, he's never slept with another woman. <laughs> That's How did that happen? How did that happen? Come on now. Pastor Gray, man, let me tell you. I, you know, I kind of have my opinion on this right here. Too much about pastors. Um, um, I try not to, except when they're wrong, and I and and I'm gonna speak out about it. But I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But in some of his comments with this, he tried to kind of indicate that like I'm. This is a continual apology because I did her so wrong. I need to always uh, show her how how remorseful I am and that sort of thing or whatever. But some people are saying that this has been yet another um, type of um, grievance um, that they've had or whatever. So I, I don't know, but. I'm to the point to where I don't care. Like this dude need to sit down because you got too much going on. Like I like you ain't like you ain't preached in months. You already had some other scandals going on. He had a fight with the previous church pastor. I think really? the previous church pastor uh gave him the church because he came from uh Joel Olsing's church, mm-hmm. uh John Grady. Uh, previous pastor um they selected John Gray to take over the church. The previous map pastor moved to California. Then after a year, the previous pastor was like. I don't like the way you running it. I'm gonna come back, get my church back. So that was in 2019. So now in 2020, like you still got the issues of of your uh, having affairs and things like that. So like my thing is, bro, this ain't for you. You got much scandal going on. You ain't even been pastor barely two years, and that's that. Like to me, anything like that takes away from the ministry and takes away from what you're supposed to be doing as a man of God, as a place of healing. You can't do that if you're trying to heal your damn self. Right. And then I feel like when, you know, when you when you're supposed to be the leader of the church, you know, you have to lead by example. And I think that, you know, like other it just kind of like makes for a kind of a a toxic environment, if you will. You know what I mean? Like with, you know, him doing his dirt, people around. It's just it's too much mess going on. And I just think that he needs to just step down. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things uh, that they've always told us in leadership is that you always have to make sure you're above reproach. Yeah. I know certain things you may not necessarily want to do is is certain rules. You might not think it's fair to you because now you have to separate yourself. But as a leader, people look at you differently, especially yeah. as like a, a leader, as, as as a pastor, you definitely look at differently. Like yeah. you will be looked at differently from somebody looking at their boss. We expect you to exude high moral character. And when you don't. You messing up, bro. You're messing up. I mean, just like just we can even take it back to when we were radio personalities. Oh, yeah. Even though we were radio personalities, we had to carry ourselves 
in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like that means, you know, not getting DUIs and getting drunk and wilding out and stuff like that. Because if you have a community of people that are looking up to you, you have to carry yourself in a certain kind of way. So that's what I'm saying. So if we were on the radio doing that, then why can't the pastor of the church do that? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. All right, keeping it moving, man. Entertainment news, your boy Quavo from the Migos just finalized an investment deal to acquire a minority stake in the athletic apparel brand, Legends. He'll be joining a team of high-profile investors in the company that includes a number of young NFL stars. So congratulations to Quavo for getting that guap. Meanwhile, New Balance has been hit with a $2 million lawsuit over his collaboration with Jaden Smith. Athletic Brands Group LLC is suing New Balance for trademark infringement and counterfeiting relating to Jaden Smith's New Balance Vision Racer vegan shoes, which I knew I had no idea that there were vegan shoes out there, said. But I ain't know vegan either. You said what? I said I didn't I I never heard of vegan shoes. I haven't either, but I so I'm just assuming that's just shoes made with uh no animal products, leather, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, plant-based. These are the shoes. The shoes look kind of fire if that's your thing. Oh, like, yeah. I, do, I do like color. I do, too. Oh, I got um, a shoe that will go good with that, too. Yeah, I, I just did. put it today on Instagram, too. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's a dope uh, little, little shot. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Those are kind of dope. Yeah. Wow. The other company is saying they... St well, what is this? It's, it's like a skateboard apparel company, right? They're saying that wow. they... Okay. Yeah. And so they're suing for infringement, copyright infringement on that. So we'll follow that story. You can follow it, too, on the Everybody Mad Instagram and Facebook page. So entertainment, more entertainment, uh, the People's Choice Awards and the AMAs. As far as the People's Choice Awards goes, Chloe and Haley and Tiffany Haddish are set to perform and present at the upcoming People's Choice Awards. And Megan Thee Stallion, Lil Baby, they are set to perform at the AMAs on November 22nd, all hosted by your girl Taraji P. Henson, who, you know, I love Taraji, man. Taraji just has such a infectious personality. I can't wait to see her hit the stage. You know, it's just going to be something. I love award shows. I've always been like a fan of just like good quality award shows from the Soul Train Awards to BET. Those used to be my favorites back in the day. Uh, and MTV, those are like the, the best award shows out. Look at Tyler. Yeah, he's up for some course awards um, as well. So uh, he'll be there um, along with all the other uh, kind of celebrities. That's uh, Chloe and Haley. Okay, that's what's up. Hey, Steph Curry is making big moves. Amazon podcasting and audiobooks platform Audible announced a first look podcasting deal with Steph Curry's production company, Unanimous Media. Now, the multi-project multi deal is actually going to focus on stories of family, sports, and faith and kicks off with two original titles, The Greatest Sports Story Never Told podcast and 15 Minutes from Home YouTube series. Man, you know, Steph is just bringing in that cheese, and I'm not mad at him for that. Yeah, I'm, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's awesome. And uh, last but not least, man, last story of the night. Said sent this to me, and when I saw this story, I was like, man, you know, sometimes we as people, we just got to do better, straight up, right? I mean, because we always screaming that we want change all the time, but if we want change, we got to do better. Well, mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> this story right here is a trip a rapper by the name of and and he's he's not a famous rapper by no means by 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 no means not famous at all but he's a local rapper i don't even know what city he's in but his name is nuke bizzle 
He was arrested in California. Oh, he's out in Cali. Okay. So, Nuke Bizzle was arrested on Friday, last Friday, for an unemployment benefit fraud scheme after allegedly getting fraudulent unemployment insurance benefits from the Corona Aid Relief and Economic Security Act. Uh, so this dude actually applied for $1.2 million in jobless benefits and used stolen identities to get the money. Beasel and his homies, they were able to allegedly access over $700,000 of that money, and he could face a maximum sentence of up to 22 years in federal prison. We got to do better, man. We got to do better. Yeah, I was trying to bring up a picture uh, of him uh, so we can kind of see what he looks like because, uh, yeah, that's kind of stupid. But why, why, why would you – why would you – He looks like the dude from um, P-Valley. Oh yeah, um, yeah, Uncle Clifford's uh, boyfriend. <laughs> murder, little murder. Yeah, little murder. But anyway, what were you gonna say, Sam? I'm sorry. Little murder with moving no units, or 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 what's his name? What's his name? Big uh, Bizzle. Bizzle. Memphis, Tennessee is where he's from. Oh, New Bizzle. New Bizzle. Memphis. So yeah, this is um, yeah. So he wasn't really a rapper. He was really a scammer. Yeah, a con artist. Yeah, a con artist, man. It's a trip, said a um, a, a lady uh, who I'm friends with. Uh, she uh, she's about forty one, and uh, she posted a status. She was like, um, "Serious question: How long are we supposed to let our boyfriend rappers uh, keep rapping and following that dream?" Because <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. Who still think, uh, like, if I get the right one to hit his track, that's gonna put me on? That's on facts. That's on facts. What age do you think you should stop? Like, like if you are um, uh, 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 an artist, I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily say uh, uh, R and B artist or a singer because they have a little bit more longevity than rappers. Yeah. But what, at what age should you give up and just hang it up? If you yeah. haven't blown up in the rap field, to me, when you're in your middle and late thirties, like that should be like your clock. Like you shouldn't want to be a forty year old hip hop artist when you know the majority of the consumers of the hip hop that's current are going to be in their twenties. So like you, you're gonna be rapping to like your kids' age group right. like that don't match up. Especially if we ain't grown up with you. Like I could see like if you are a a uh, someone who's been in the game for about twenty years, like a like a uh, like a Snoop or a Buster Rhymes, right, who actually put out stuff in the nineties, thirty years ago. You know what I'm saying? I could see people like that because we've grown with you musically. But like, if you still ain't hit it in your teens, in your twenties, in your thirties, right. bro, get a job. Yeah, get a job or go to school. Yeah, time to hang it up. Go time to hang it up. I agree with you, bro. Hey, well, we're wrapping up the Everybody Mad Live podcast. We appreciate everybody checking us out for No Shave November as we represent Men's Health Awareness Month. Sid is uh, taking taking one for the team, not shaving all month. I am trying to. We're going to see how long that goes. But uh, it's just really just to do. Well, they say part of it is uh, to make sure that you use that money that you would normally spend on uh, shaving. You use that money and donate it towards causes because this is uh, something that is uh, targeting all sorts of diseases because men we got a lot of problems that we never figure out until it's always at the end and and a lot of times it's too late so this is part of it so you skip the shaving and stuff so you can actually 
uh, donate those monies towards the uh, research for all those things um, like mental health and uh, prostate cancer and testicular cancer and things like that. But they also want you to get your screening. So if you are in your 30s like me, <laughs> 30s, 30s, you want to start looking at your heart for heart disease and cholesterol yeah. and stuff like that. In your 40s, like us, you want to uh, look at your thyroid and liver and things like that mm-hmm. and begin to start looking at getting those screenings because at some point you're going to have to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to. Oh, yeah. the um For the colon. Is that for colon mm-hmm. cancer? Yep. Where they stick a finger up your butt. Yeah. You that. Yeah, that's a but guess what you, you got to do it though it's something that you got to do just to make sure that you stay healthy so you know I, I tell everybody all the time man I go get a physical once a year yeah of fact, uh, January I'll be going in January I get my physical done once a year and just especially as a you know guy that's you know uh, 40 years old 40 plus uh, and a big guy too it's very important just to maintain my health you know what I mean and stay healthy and I'm sure it's like that for you said now you're in your 50s you got to make sure that you, especially because you're in your 50s, you have to really be careful and cautious. I'm in my 50s. I look damn good to be in my 50s. So thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> you were in high school when I was born. Stop playing. <laughs> Whatever. Boy, stop lying. Anyway, that's a wrap for the Everybody Mad Life podcast. You can follow me, Kenya Kabeen, on Instagram and uh, Kenya Kabeen one on Facebook. All right, you can follow me, uh, Say It Lover Everywhere, and also uh, make sure you follow our uh, page. Uh, we got all our links uh, for you to be able to uh, connect with us on um, Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, um, other things. Please share this. Whatever you're watching this on, share it or like it because it helps us with the algorithm because they be trying to keep us down, y'all. They trying to keep black people down, y'all. So y'all got to go. Yeah, like those uh, algorithms, like uh, uh, they... they uh, basically curate the content for you so as much as you like and share and things like that that helps us get shared to other people who are just like you who would also enjoy the show or who would like the show because we ain't doing this for us we're doing this because we want to help give a voice to to some things that are not being talked about and also we want to help break down some things that you might not understand or you might not know so this is a service that we're putting forth so we want to make sure that as many people can be helped by it as possible so uh with that being said we definitely appreciate you uh viewing us or if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast ring, we appreciate you doing that. Uh, but that's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. Until next week, same time, same place, Thursday, 8 p.m. We're going to holler at you. Stay safe, stay blessed.